You're listening to Edge of the Rabbit Hole on our February 14th, 2017 episode, Shadow People and Ectogasm. Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole live stream show. I'm Mike Ricksecker with, of course, Vanessa Hogel, and welcome to our show this evening. Um, I already see that uh, Andrew Cox and Paul Johnston are already with us this evening. That's awesome. Thank you very much. I know Shauna is about to be on her way. She just got home from work, so she's doing what she needs to do, and uh, she'll be there. She is. <laughs> And uh, there's Linda. So great to see um, a lot of familiar faces out here already. So uh, we have a very interesting show on tap for this evening and um, kind of inspired by, um, well, a little bit by Andrew because Andrew talked about uh, the uh, seeing the hat man um, in one of his um, drives. And Vanessa was talking about she didn't know much about the hat man. So it was like, you know, let's talk about shadow people. So, um, you know, Vanessa... Uh, what are your experiences, um, just kind of real quick, um, you know, with shadow type people? I don't know if you've had very many. I've actually had quite a few. Um, well, I, probably the most prominent one that I've ever had, um, because, I mean, I, I see them, but there's not an interaction uh-huh. with them. Like, there's one that keeps walking through my bathroom here. But um, there is, I, I had an investigation that I was doing. I don't think you were there. It was years ago. And it was with the previous group. You remember who I'm talking about? Yeah. And um, it was one of the members' residences. And they were having a whole lot of trouble with their master bedroom. And uh, me and the rest of the team were there. And it was it was all kinds of crazy in that room. It was like a almost like a train station. And I laid down on the bed so that I could kind of get a feel for what they were feeling when they were in that bedroom. And above me, I mean, like, I'm laying down, so it's, like, directly above me, um, this weird black shadow formation kind of formed. And the only way that I knew that that's what it was, and this is, and I need to know if anyone else has experienced this, it had red sparklies all in it. Oh, wow. And that's how you could see the outline of it was because there was no more sparklies. Oh, that's interesting. That's a little yeah. different. And it so was this like is, red iridescent. Okay. And see, this is kind of the thing that, that we're going for, is to try to, you know, collect all these different experiences. We've talked about it uh, with fairies a, a lot lately, trying to get those experiences from uh, other people. So, you know, we'd love for anybody out there to share their stories of what they've had with um, with shadow people or other, you know, uh, supernatural entities. So, um, oh, and there's Carrie. Hey, Carrie, good to see you. So the way I'm going to uh, kick this off, is cover a couple of different um, types of shadow people. So let me get to my media here. And you know, I've actually talked about um, this stuff a couple of times before in my older uh, video blogs. Like my very first video blog was on shadow people because I've had um, you know some significant experiences with shadow people. So, um, you know, what are they really? Um, it's... You know, there's a lot of theories out there, so I, I want everybody to keep in mind that um, really what we're dealing with are a lot of theories. You know, we have people's experiences and then people trying to draw conclusions from those different experiences. So um, anybody who tries to say that they are an expert in shadow people, no, no, not happening. Um, I've seen a lot of shadow people in, in my day, uh, but I would never say that I'm an expert in shadow people. Have I had more experiences with them than many other people? Sure, that doesn't make me an expert. Okay, so um, I'm going to first talk about the uh, the humanoid humanoid figure type of uh, shadow person, which is the one that I uh, first remember seeing, and I've talked about this uh, many many times. Um, uh, usually, when I get interviewed, and, you know, they're like, you know, how did you get into the paranormal? Well, you know, kind of really all starts back to uh, seeing this figure. And Adam Tillery, that's an uh, illustration from him. Uh, did a really fantastic job of rendering uh, what I saw, what interacted with me uh, that evening. So that is one type of uh, shadow person right there, is the humanoid figure. Um, then there are 
Uh, some others, uh, The Hat Man, which uh, Andrew said that he saw. Uh, I have not seen The Hat Man. That's one that I haven't seen before. Um, the Hooded Figure is another one that people see. And um, some have tried to ask me, you know, was The Hooded Figure what I saw at the uh, Edmund House on the uh, show The Haunted? Because um, I did see a very dark black shadow uh, entity of some sort, but it was more like a mist. But because it was kind of rounded in shape, people ask if it was the hooded figure, and I don't believe it was. Um, another one is the uh, the one with the red eyes. And now that is similar to what the girl Taliesin uh, at that house in Edmond was seeing. Um, others that were with us tried to chalk it up to a, uh, a wraith. Not really sure. Again, all theoretical, but um, a shadow person with red eyes is another one that uh, is seen. Um, and generally, the hat man and the one with red eyes are considered negative. Uh, there's also the hag, and I have a, a full video um, dating back, I don't know, a year and a half ago, something like that, um, to um, um, the hag. <laughs> and, you know, the, the hag ridden dreams, riding the hag, that sort of thing, the night hag. Um, and actually, our word nightmare comes from uh, this phenomenon where uh, somebody wakes up in the middle of the night and um, it's some sort of, you know, smallish, a lot of times it, they say maybe an elderly woman um, is, is sitting on their chest, pressing down on them, and they can't get up. Um, and that's where a lot of sleep paralysis stories come from as well. And there's uh, actually a, um, a lot of different lore uh, surrounding this from many, many different cultures. And... Um, in that older video, I actually start reading off some of those different, um, you know, phenomena that you know, different cultures from around the world that had no interaction with each other um, actually experience, and they're very, very um, common, um, or they have a lot of commonalities between them. So that now, is Mike, that's another one as well. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but yeah. is that what you just described? Is there isn't there a similar painting by Goya? You're not watching the video feed. I did. I did yeah. just post that. Is that what you just posted? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't see shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I was describing all of that, I was posting different pictures. <laughs> you, you didn't see any of that. So. No. No, I can't see shit. Love you. Right. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so those are a lot of different uh, types. Uh, now, another one that um, I have seen a, a few different times, I don't really have a, um, a, a picture or what have you of it, because it's, like, it's just a quick wisp. And the, the best description or best way I can, um, or visualization, and I can't use it in this video here because of copyright purposes, um, is a snippet from... Uh, I think it was the first season of Ghost Adventures. They were at the Houghton Mansion in Massachusetts. And they had, you know, all the motion sensors and everything go off in, in this clip. But it wasn't the motion sensors that um, were significant. It was the dark wisp that just kind of darted across the screen. And I've seen that a, a couple times before. It's very similar to, and I've told the story before about how I was, you know, 13 years old, we were moving, and there would be something that would kind of be looking in the room and then dart away. Similar to that, um, there was also, with an old team, um, and Vanessa, were you ever there at Johnny V's? No. No, okay. I, I read um, just through text messages. Okay. That, I never got to go. Okay. Well, I had a significant experience. I'm going to share a part of it here. I don't actually have video for it, but I have the audio for it, where at this restaurant, um, the restaurant was closed down, but the owner still, you know, allowed us in um, as they were going through the process of uh, selling it. And um, we are really just kind of finishing up for the night. Uh, everybody else was upstairs in the bar area, and I was doing the last kind of sweep of the bottom floor. And I walk into the kitchen, and there's this um, just black wisp that suddenly um, darts across the room, and you hear the smack of the metal door... Um, in the kitchen, but it doesn't actually move. And I shout up, hey, did you guys hear that? And they heard it, um, but, you know, it wasn't a sound that they had made. I wasn't anywhere near the door. Um, it was really, really kind of strange because you heard the black wisp go through the door, but the door didn't move. And it was just a flimsy metallic 
um, door. So I'm going to play the clip. It's a it's a picture of that of that door of that area in the kitchen. It's not a video, um, but I have the audio where you hear the slam of the door. So I'll play that real quick. You guys hear that? You got, you guys hear that bang? Yeah. Yeah, it was back here in the kitchen. All right, and I guess it finished up. I'm still kind of, you know, getting familiar with the software. I don't actually see the thing play <laughs> as far as when it comes to the sound, so I kind of have to check. So, okay, so that's the, the clip from, from Johnny V's. You hear the door slam, um, but, you know, there it didn't actually move. It was really, really strange. So um, let me check the chat here real quick, um, see what you guys are talking about. Because like I said, I'd love um, for you guys to share any experiences that you have had with us so we can talk about those. And um, and I know, hey, it's it's Valentine's Day. I guess we got to say that. Happy Valentine's Day as well. So, um, understandable. There may not be as many of you this evening. So, uh, what do we got? With that wisp thing that you're talking about, Mike, don't mm -hmm. forget to play that ND video because that's exactly. Oh, we're getting to those. We're getting to those. <laughs> that I didn't know you had one of those experiences like that. So, yeah. wow. So. All right. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know, Shauna's asking for uh, for fairy information, which is awesome. We'd love more of that. Um, so, oh, Slenderman, and uh, okay, Slenderman is a, uh, a a topa. You know, it was actually an invention um, on the internet, and you know, basically from a, a collection of stories. But people have so in mass believed in this thing that a lot of people are actually starting to report you know true real sightings of seeing Slenderman. So Atopla is basically a um, a, a spiritual being that um, takes the form of you know whatever you know people are kind of clamoring for. So you know th these people are giving a mythical creature Slenderman some sort of power in this um, malevolent being is taking on the form of what all these people are talking about and actually playing the role of um, you know what started off as a story so it's really quite a uh, fascinating phenomenon but also very dangerous as well um, so is it basically almost like a summoning um, in a way yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like you're, you're summoning a creature to take on this role and the people don't actually realize that they're doing it um, they just start, you know, believing, 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 believing in um, this type of uh, being actually existing because there's so much energy now being fed into, um, you know, this fictional existence. Something actually recognizes that and, and takes the form of it. That is interesting. I, I, I mean, you know I've been doing this a long time. I have never really sat down and thought of the possibility of that. But basically manifesting something that doesn't exist into existence. Hmm. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But, and my son always called him Slenderman. I had to. I had to really <laughs> stick it in his head that he wasn't Jewish. <laughs> it was always Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, we got to got to be careful about saying anything Jewish. I don't know if uh, those that are <laughs> that are you. No, seriously, those that are big time YouTubers all know about uh, PewDiePie earlier today where he's basically That's my been favorite person. He's been dropped by like everybody. So what? Um, oh, okay, be, you'll tell me later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. But it was because of stuff like that. So um, really? uh yeah. So uh Fran says she loves your hair. Oh thank you, honey. I take a shower. <laughs> That's it. She took a shower. There you go. <laughs> it was a long day. Trust me, I needed it. <laughs> oh my um, and Carrie's saying Slenderman wouldn't be a shadow person it would be giving energy to something that created in this realm that people chose to give life um, true yeah it would be something that people in this realm chose to give life but who's not to say that a shadow person could be the entity to be able to do that uh, my take on shadow people is they're interdimensional beings I'm still learning a lot about them um, may, they may be able to take on the form of something else we don't know. There's a lot of different theories out there, but if not a shadow person, who or what? 
would be taking on that form. We've given it a generic term, a tulpa, um, but we don't know exactly uh, what entity it is that is taking on that form. So, um, The idea of what you're talking about is almost more frightening than the thing itself. I mean, that actually does kind of scare me a little bit. Well, it is, because, you know, there's, there's a whole, you know, aside from the paranormal aspect of it, there's a whole group psychosis with it as well, um, where you've had, it's a couple years ago now, but, like, um, you know, some, some girls had attacked or killed their friend over, you know, because they said Slenderman made them do it and, and stuff like that. So there's some, some places where it's gone way, way extreme. Um, it's become very sad. So the, there was kind of a, like a rash of different attacks there uh, a couple years ago. Jeez. Yeah, really, really quite sad. So let's see what else we have here. Okay, so we'll get to... I, I know, Vanessa, you're really anxious about the NP Paranormal stuff. Um, Only because of what you just said, though. I know. The we'll, mist. We'll get to those. We'll get to those in just a minute. Let me do the Campsville stuff first. And then because yours are some very significant video clips. So we want to build that anticipation a little bit here. <laughs> um, okay. So, and Shauna can chime in on this in the uh, chat room. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, okay. The uh, Campsville Grade School. Um, these were revealed in our, our Campsville Grade School reveal. We investigated there a few different times. Um, Shauna is going there... Is it tomorrow? I guess it is because Thursday is finally the day where it's being officially uh, purchased by the um, by the archaeological society there. So no more access for it. Uh, we're pretty much cut off earlier, anyways. But they had to hammer out some last, you know, final paperwork, and so Thursday's the last day. So yeah, she's going tomorrow morning. Okay, and then that's it. Uh, so. There, um, we actually captured, now we knew something was, was there with us, because we kept hearing it walking, we kept uh, hearing it around us, it kept poking Shauna, um, you know, so a lot of different stuff was going on, we did capture some EVPs, but going back through the video later on, uh, we were sitting off on the, um, in the bleachers, and over by the door to the boys' locker room in the basement, um, you see a shadow over there, and that's where we're getting a lot of activity. And so I'm going to um, first show a, a dark image, and then a lightened up. And you can actually see it in the dark image, um, you know, on a on a bigger monitor. But you know, with not knowing what everybody has, a lightened up an image. And I'm going to be uh, showing two different ones. Um, so here's the uh, here's the first uh, darker image, and the um, the door to the uh, locker room in the basement is basically in the middle. That light area to the right is the stage. Now lighten it up, and you'll see there's the shadow person there um, in front of the door. And in the video that we have, you can actually um, see it walking a little bit. Um, here's the second darker image. And this is, um, you know, like. I don't know, maybe 30 seconds after the first one. And here's the lighter image. So it's still over there. Uh, but we did actually see it moving in, um, in the video clip. It's just, it's hard to see because the video is, is dark. These are the lighter images of it. So um, now we did go back um, later on. We showed this in our reveal video where... Um, I stayed back by the bleachers, about where we were, and we had Shauna standing over there uh, by the doors to kind of size up about how tall uh, the shadow person would have been, and we determined it was about the size of maybe like a you know, 10, 11 year old child, um, which makes a lot of sense because we felt that something was always kind of playing with us in there, you know, you know poking Shauna is kind of, you know, playing around like a child. So, um, Shauna, feel free to chime in in the chat room um, about all of that because um, there have been uh, like the one EVP we got where you know we heard we heard something um, and then Shauna got upset and it you know actually kind of 
you know, bolted off a little bit. She had to get out of that area, and we caught an EVP that said bye. So there's a lot of stuff going on around in that area. So, um, yeah. She, she's going there with two of her former classmates tomorrow. So hoping that maybe she gets a little bit more information about, uh, about that shadow person that's there. It's our like, um, last chance. <clears throat> Um, since I can't get in the chat room um, the way that I'm doing this, um, and I know Shauna can hear me, so hopefully she'll answer. Did she, by any chance, have a feeling when you guys were there that the um, that the child that that is quite possibly that's quite possibly there that they might be special needs? Um, hopefully she'll hear you. There's a bit of a delay, um, about thirty seconds. So um, hopefully she'll hear that and answer it. Um, I don't, I, I don't recall her saying anything about special needs uh, before, just, you know, child. So we'll see what she responds with. And, yeah, and she's, her, her droid died, so she's going to have a hard time taking pictures tomorrow, which she really wanted. Um, right. So, Shauna, any insight? we got to wait because it's the, that little bit of a delay. Um, And Andrew's talking about Captain Minky. <laughs> That's the boat. We're talking about the school. We can get to the boat here in a little bit. Um, yeah, now we did actually, and I'm not showing it. Um, okay. Shauna says, I have no idea, Vanessa. I don't know if children with special needs were in with the same school or if they went to another facility. Um, so we don't know. Uh, but it was, it was something that was being very playful with her. Um, hi, Angela. How you doing? Um, so, and we also, um, in the basement, I'm not showing it here because it wasn't a, a shadow person, but uh, we did capture, and you can go back and watch the reveal video, um, what seems like an apparition, but what's really crazy about this is throughout the video clip, um, although you can distinctly see the outline of a woman in an older style dress, um, basically staring right at the camera, she doesn't move at all which is really, really strange. So that kind of leads us to believe that maybe there's some sort of matrixing going on with background. But when we went back to, you know, capture that, you know, image and try to figure out if it really was matrixing, we couldn't duplicate the effect. So, you know, a lot of stuff going on at the school there. You just brought up a very interesting thing, Mike, um, that I would like to ask our viewers about and get, get an honest opinion on this. Um, a friend of mine on Facebook contacted me today because a mutual friend had posted a picture. And he saw something in this random picture of a family gathering and sent it to me without telling me really what he saw. I saw the same thing. I, in turn, sent it to the person whose house it was taken in. They saw it right away too. So when you talk about matrix, matrix scene or is it paradelia? I think is what people call paradelia it. Paradelia is a, yeah another uh, word for it. Um, I can understand the concept behind that, where you might see something where there isn't anything. But what 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 do you call it when everyone sees the same thing? Well, it could still be it could still be the same thing. Everybody everybody could be you know experiencing the same effect um I, from how rare that. that is though um well i don't know i mean you know you take that you, you take that image you take that image of uh mars from like 30 years ago and you know although you know your logical mind and i guess they've kind of proven since that um it was a rock formation of some sort you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, that looks like a face. You know, and everybody's looking at it like, that looks like a face. But, you know, it's not. So. I, I know. And, I mean, that's a little bit different. I mean, you can, you're talking about something large, you know, that. But it was a small image up, because at the time it was, you know, the technology. But it just, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I totally get how you can see something that isn't there because of ways that you know, that your mind attracts things. But right. when it's something very odd and everyone's brain still goes to the same conclusion, I don't know. I guess I'm just wondering <laughs> if 
if we blow some things off thinking they're matrixing when they're actually well, not. And that could be. There could be, you know, a lot of legitimate stuff that we um, blow off as matrixing. I mean, I have a hard time with, um, with like windows and reflective surfaces, you know, like mirrors and what have you, because I'm not seeing the uh, the entire surroundings. Mm -hmm. And you know, there have been, you know, plenty of times where you know I've, you know, I've seen a photograph and have been like, well, that does look like, you know, somebody up there. And then actually gone to the location, you know, figured out, oh, no, it's, it's actually something else. Um, you know, or, you know, see, you know, see people post something about, well, you know, yada, 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 you know, here's a, you know, a, a torso of a person and you're looking at it. And it's like, well, I actually know that there's a, you know, um, a window back there. So, no, your, your, you know, thermal image is actually, it actually is a reflection. Um, so... Well, yeah, if it can be disproved, totally get that. Yeah, it, but when somebody just sends you a, 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 like a random picture and you've never been to the place, so you don't know the layout, um, and you can't go there to look at the surroundings, um, it, it's really hard to kind of, um, at least in my mind, take that as, yes, this is actually a picture of paranormal uh, activity, you know, that somebody is standing in that window or, you know, there really is, you know, some sort of, you know, ghost or what have you in this mirror because you can't see, you know, behind the, the photographer to know that you know, there's not something being reflected there. Or if it's like in the window, you can't see in the room, you know, to, uh, you know, to prove otherwise. So um, it makes it real hard for me in any case to, to really accept those, you know. Yeah. Take a look at it when we get off here. Um, Noreen posted it. She went ahead and posted the picture publicly, so mm -hmm. I know I can say something about it. Um, and it was taken. Uh, they were all at a dinner table. They had a huge dinner table. That's uh, it, yeah, nighttime outside, um, French doors. What is what appears to be? We'll say that allegedly. What is allegedly looking inside has no human color to it. Nothing. Okay. Um, it's it's very odd. Just don't take a gander. Just go look at it. So Angela's okay. asking, uh, why is it always the basement or the attic? Um, well, I would think basement because they're generally more damp, um, and so the water will you know provide some of that energy. You also um, you know you're also in the earth as well. So I think that combination of the water plus the minerals. Uh, surrounding you, you know, are, are more uh, conducive to creating that paranormal activity in a basement. You know, would you agree with that, Vanessa? Um, I would for the basement part. Um, another way to look at that is that if you're talking about an intelligent haunting that doesn't necessarily want to be around people or isn't really conducive to interaction, but is an intelligent haunting nonetheless, they're going to pick the two areas that are least likely to have interaction. That makes sense. Yeah. Because people aren't always up in the attic or down in the basement; they're in the living exactly. area. Yeah, so that makes sense. So, so I, it's uh, I, honestly, I say spiritual preference <laughs> <laughs> because they do have preferences, you know. Right. Uh, if it isn't an intelligent haunting, um, then it could be whatever the um, layout of the structure was that had sat there before. Mm -hmm. If there have been any alterations to the to the structure, and that is the one that is spiritually infested, then it could be that the that simply the layouts changed. Yeah, that's what a lot of people don't realize is if you know you might see you might move into a house and you might see a spirit that walk looks like it's walking you know ten feet in the air. Well, there might have been another room there at one point in time. Maybe they knocked the floor out and made big old tall ceilings. You never right. know. But they follow the same course that they're used to. Right. Well, and that's something we were trying to figure out at the, you know, going back to it since we were on the subject, uh, at the Campsville School in the uh, one hallway, and this is away from everything else, um, you know, you, you hear the footsteps, you know, above, but there's nothing up there. You know, it's just, it's, it's attic space, but it's really, you know, there's no floor. Um, it's just, you know, rafters and blown insulation. So... That's something that we were trying to track down for a long time was, you know, had there been a house or, or maybe another school on that property with two floors that, you know, a residual haunt could be, um, you know, making those footsteps. Um, Shauna's saying that she would prefer an attic over a basement. Um, 
for one point uh, that uh, since heat rises, cold spots are easier to feel in an attic, which is a good thing. So, yeah, as far as investigating, yeah, that would... You know, Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of basements. No. Like cellars? <laughs> yeah, creepy. we're not friends. Is it, is it the <laughs> creepiness? Is it the coldness, dampness? What is it? Spiders. Spiders. Now, see, that's Shauna, too. She hates spiders. No. No, I will turn into Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind the spiders so much. I don't know. I mean, I just step on them and, you know, they die. You know, that's kind of what happens. <laughs> yeah, I have to scream like a little bitch first. It's just not, it's not Oh, that's it. funny. She just posted in the chat. Remember, we're delayed, so she didn't hear you. She says that she hates uh, basements because spiders live there, too. <laughs> uh -huh. And yeah, now she just heard your initial comment says yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Not so. a fan of spiders and basements. And, you know, but you know, it, was, it was kind of, um, but speaking of that, um, you know, a lot of times when I'm experiencing something, you know, paranormal is nearby or maybe I've run into it, I get that, like, cobwebby feeling. And it's really hard to discern in a basement where there's a lot of times, yes, there are spiders and cobwebs and things like that. So it does make it a little bit harder to discern. Did I just actually walk into a, a cobweb or did I just feel, you know, something paranormal? I'm getting ready to jump down that hole because I got a question for okay. you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Rabbit hole. Let's and go down it. I know. I know. I'm going to hula down it here in a second. Um, for anyone who is listening, I really want to know your opinion on this. Uh, my son and I were talking the other day. And the, the term ectoplasm came up. Okay. And I kind of just, you know, poo-pooed it away because I don't know a whole lot about that. You know, who does? And uh, you just hit me with something, and I'm really, really curious. If when we get that feeling where we're in a place where there is absolutely no spider webs or cobwebs or whatever you call it, um, if when we get that feeling if that might be what we're actually kind of walking into. Is that you're thinking we're actually walking into ectoplasm? I'm wondering. It just kind of, the two just kind of clicked. Well, Sometimes yeah, does anybody have any opinions on that? Um, yeah, ectoplasm, um, I mean, that goes back, at least as far as I know, um, about... A hundred years at least, and I don't know how it may have manifested itself before, well, I guess maybe 150 years, uh, before the whole spiritual spiritualism movement, because there was that, God, and I can't remember her name offhand, but there was that, um, that one woman who was able to, and she had it all rigged up, um, where she was actually able to exude the, the ectoplasm, and, you know, she was later deemed, uh, you know, a fraud, and they figured out how she did everything. Um, but the idea of ectoplasm was actually around back then to, to some degree because people knew basically what it was, you know, was that um, somehow spiritual energy manifesting itself um, in a physical form. So, see if anybody's responded to that yet. Nobody um, said anything on it yet. So, it's a thinker, isn't it? No, it, it is. You know, could that, you know, is it the energy? Is it, is it ectoplasm? Well, I mean... Yeah, because you, you feel like, you know, a cobweb, and a cobweb is sticky. The only thing I would say about it is um, I don't feel any, like, dampness or anything like that that you would get with the ectoplasm when that's happened to me. Well, and, and, and that's what we assume you would get with ectoplasm. Right. Because nobody can truly know. Because, honestly, all I know about ectoplasm is what Ghostbusters taught me. Nah. That's all I know. Yeah, you get slimed. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a so, little overboard, I think. <laughs> a little bit, you know. So it just makes me wonder if that is a... If we are oh. actually coming in contact with <laughs> I know what is talking about. She says, oh what? my God, I have a funny story. It's rather inappropriate. I think I've seen ectoplasm, what you want to call it. Activity happened, nobody went in the area, and then goo. She's talking about the cafe. Um, <laughs> um, well, if this goes, well, Shauna, go ahead and, and type up the story. <laughs> I will share it. I will, I will tell your term right here because it's going to get everybody curious. But um, basically, it was an ectogasm. Uh. <laughs> 
know? Yeah. Right? No, <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that, but, you know. I, I They're animal. We go ghosts, there. This was. <laughs> ghosts need loving, too, now. So. Yep. Oh, she's going to type it. <laughs> so we got to wait a minute. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, the the cafe there, and it's funny how, how this small little town has so much going on. But the cafe that's there is extremely, extremely haunted. It's um, closed off right now because the floor is out. Um, but um, my ghost story was in there um, a few years back, and Shauna had a part um, in all of that. So, um, and that was the uh, Gropes of Wrath episode. But, uh, yeah, it's an extremely haunted location. That's where Shauna saw um, Byron. Yes, Gropes of Wrath. Yeah, and Vanessa's laughing. So there's somebody, somebody there that's very, very um, inappropriate and frisky. So, so yeah, Shauna started her story. My group at the time and I were hunting at the cafe in Campsville. There's a very mean and perverted spirit there. Um, and she'll continue on. So this is kind of what we're going for, is for you guys to also chime in and share your experiences. Um, this is the, the idea of the show is to be extremely interactive with you, because this is a show for you guys and to be able to discuss all these different paranormal phenomena. And we like you people. Yes, we do. <laughs> so um, she says, he always calls us names, and later on the audio we heard a man jacking off. And this is the what? internet. We can say jack oh. off. So, yeah. What? Yes, you heard me right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was one of. Yeah, you know, I guess it was like that. <laughs> Vanessa's dying. <laughs> it's the rabbit hole. We can go down there, and it's the internet, so we can do whatever the hell we want. Except we can't. I guess we can't get naked. But you know. <laughs> And Diane's like, oh my, yeah. Um, and hi, Lynn, how you doing? So, Vanessa, or Shauna continues. <laughs> Vanessa's dying. Uh, Shauna says, one of my investigators all of a sudden felt bad, and then it looked like she got shoved forward. <laughs> yeah, so, very, it was a, it was a bad interaction. Yeah. Even, though we're, even though we're laughing because of the idea of it. Um... It was a very and uh, very invasive of privacy. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. No, and she continues. When she sat up, she looked very pale, but didn't see anything on her face. But in the picture, with no flash, there was this string of slimy-looking white stuff. On her face. On her face. So pulled underneath her eye, trailed down her cheek, and hung off her chin. So very pornographic. In there, there's there's silence from Vanessa. If <laughs> <laughs> had a microphone, we could drop it. <laughs> She's cracking up again. <laughs> Yeah, so so Shauna has dubbed it an ectogasm. So, it's not, I mean, it's it's, it, like the it's very it's shot. very yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> so yes, very, um, very invasive to to do that to a human from the spirit, of course. So, um, but it's one of those, it's actually a, a, an ectoplasm story, legit. So, yeah. so Shauna's saying that she's trying to get her to release the pic to her. I'd love to see the pic just to, oh. just to be able to see, you know, that type of phenomenon. You know, it's, it's something you don't, it's something you don't usually hear about. I mean, you hear about, you know, like a, uh, like an incubus or a succubus or something like that, which, um, from all the descriptions that I've heard of this person that's there and um, the descriptions of what he's done, he's not that. He's just a very... Um, uh, he's a dirty old man. He's a dirty old man, exactly. Um, you know, there's there's a, a, a lot of things that he... Um, and Sean, I, I'm, this is the same one where he had done things to kids and stuff like that, if, if I'm correct. So, yeah, he was... Um, 
no, he, he was horrible, absolutely horrible. So. My heavens. Yeah. I got nothing. You got nothing on that? Post porn. Well, yeah. Ew. <laughs> and, um, okay, so I guess we'll move on from that. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I don't, I don't know. Vanessa keeps cracking up and then she, like, gets disgusted. So I just, like. <laughs> I know. The three The juxtaposition of the whole story. Yeah, paraporn. Yeah, paraporn. Yeah, is anyone seeing anything back there? Um, you know, I thought I had earlier. I'm not right now. But I, and I just thought it was maybe shadowing because of your lighting in there. Um, and Shama is confirming that, yeah, it's the same spirit in the one uh, from the episode that uh, groped her and uh, put his hand on her face. So there is the My Ghost Story episode. It's Gropes of Wrath. Um, forget the exact episode number, but you can look it up. It's the Campsville Cafe, and um, you can actually see their experiences there. Um, and yes, yeah, and Shauna's confirming he did rape a young girl uh, that worked for him there. So, uh, and he's he's still there. Um, and Shauna does say that she keeps seeing something flashing um, behind you. And actually, I think I just saw it. Yeah, there's something. I guess maybe that's your living room back there. Yeah, but I don't have anything on. Okay. Except that I have the bathroom light on, so I don't know if my bathroom light is flashing or not. But I keep hearing something, and it's not cha-cha. Okay. It's just, it's getting crazy again. Is it? It'll stop once I get back from Virginia. Okay. So. I hope so. I'm not going to get into that right now, because I don't want to get upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on to your NP Paranormal uh, clips. These uh, these couple clips uh, Vanessa provided, and they're actually from NP Paranormal out in the UK. Um, and the first clip is a recording of a recording. Um, so set it up. Yeah, go ahead. It's it's okay. it's your deal. Just so people know, just so people know, um, the reason it's a recording of a recording is because I was. Um, live streaming with NP, and uh, I think they were at Roche Abbey, I can't remember, but I think that's where it was, and um, I was watching them on my phone, uh, doing the live stream, because I can type in to my phone and everything, so I read for them, and I saw something, I'm like, motherfucker, did I just see that? So I pulled up the PS4, put it on my big screen, and sure enough, there it was, you can see something run from the lower left part of the screen, diagonal kind of up to going towards the guys, they didn't see this. I did. <laughs> they did not see it, and they were right there. So I videotaped it on my phone and sent it to them. And I would love, love, love anybody's opinion on what this could be because there were no animals there. And there goes the flash again. And again. Yeah. We're just right. gonna ignore it. All right, we'll okay. So here's the, here's the clip. I'll, I'll play it a couple of times because it's it's kind of quick. Um, I did edit it just because I needed to shorten it to because I was you know for time. So here we go. Did you hear that? That was somebody. And there it was, really quick. We'll play it again. All right, so we'll play it one more time. It was real quick. I'm glad I heard that noise. Did you hear that? That was though somebody just kicked this wall. All right. So yeah, you can you can see it just real quick in the uh, the bottom right hand corner there. Just dart across, and, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. My TV just came on. Your TV came on. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of flashing going on back there now. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, and Lynn is saying that Flash went crazy when uh, you said you were going to ignore it. So, uh, Angela says that uh, she feels it's negative what is behind you. And you're agreeing with that? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so, anything else? You I don't know if anybody wants to chime in about the, uh, the video clip. Um, Thank you. To study it a little bit more. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it. You know, I'll play it one more time here. 
See if we can. Yeah, it's it's so quick in that one. Uh, the next clip is a lot more distinctive. I'll do it one more time. <laughs> well, and they can go back on YouTube after and look sure. at it. But if anybody has any ideas, this has stumped us for over a year. I mean, yeah, it could just be a, a, a small entity just running through the area. I know, but that's what I'm so curious about. It could be one of your fairies. It could be, although we saw it as a ball. Yeah. Um, this this <laughs> was this was yeah. certainly bigger. It had more distinctive limbs and, and that sort of thing going on. Yeah, it definitely has legs. Yeah. Because it's all a mass. Oh, yeah. It's definitely all yeah. a mass. Yeah, and, and like I said, the guys who are normally fairly sensitive right. to, to things had no idea. And they were right there because it blows right like past them. Yeah. There was like five of them there. Okay. Nothing. Wow. And are you going to put up the other one? I'm about to put up the other one. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to preface it at all? It, I show the cat and then the plume and then that that's where I cut it off. Yeah, um, and that's the thing is what people need to realize: the area that this is in, there is no electricity. Okay, no electricity. This is an abandoned hospital. Um, it's Earth Medical Center. It has been out of function for decades. They had to. I mean. Basically, I had to break in to get into it. I mean, almost to crawl down in down through this little chute to get into there. So there is no electricity. There's no way this could have been done. Uh, some skeptics said it must have been black vapor smoke from a cigarette. I've called six different vapor shops. None of none of them said that exists, and it obviously isn't. Um, but when people look between Richard and Carl, they'll see this, and after it gets up to the ceiling, they'll see Carl being, you know, somewhat sensitive that he is, finally realized there's something there and turns around. Right. This is like your wispy thing, only this is crazy, freaky wispy. This is bizarre. I've never seen nothing like it. Yep. All right, here we go. It's like something from 28 days later, the film. Oh, get ready for this. I hope nobody's having the tea. Freshly dead and flat, as though somebody has stamped on it. What is that all about? It's very, very spooky already. Right. Right guys, if you saw that, um, that's not a good sign for starters. Vanessa, if you're watching, what you're feeling? Because that is... Okay, so you saw the plume behind them, and I'll, I'll play it one more time so that you guys can see it, but uh, I know when I first saw it, and Vanessa showed me this clip before, you know, I thought it might have been, uh, honestly, you know, that the that they kicked the bed, because you saw the, the gray stuff that was on the bed, um, the mold and mildew and all that, but the, the bed's in front of them. The plume of whatever it is is behind them, so it's not that. We'll play it, uh, we'll play it one more time. And it takes shape, too. It does take some shape. It is like something from 28 days later, the film. But get ready for this. Nobody's having the tea. Freshly dead and flat, as though somebody has stamped on it. What is that all about? It's very, very spooky already. If you saw that, um, that's not a good sign for starters. Vanessa, if you're watching, what you're feeling, because that is... So, and you can even see the reaction, and I, I'm sorry, Vanessa, I don't remember their oh. names, but um, how he turns around as if, you know, he sensed that something was behind him, but by then the, the plume is kind of gone. So, um, yeah, and Angela's saying it's a black mass trying to manifest, yeah. And yes. Fran says, yes, a really full mass. Um, I've never seen anything like that on any video of anybody ever, and that was caught live. Yeah, that was that was from a live stream, right. Um, Fran's asking, so the noise came with it? I can't hear the volume. I, so. yeah. yeah, it's been Maybe so it long all... since I've watched it, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it, whatever it, you heard was off of their, their live stream when they, when they did that. 
so. Yeah, um, they had a lot of activity in that hospital. A lot. They had actually went through a couple of times. Mm -hmm. uh, but to get something so solid but not solid is just weird, you know? And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it was two guys with a selfie stick. <laughs> yep. they're, they're filming themselves. You know, there's not there's not another person in there, um, and uh, it's I'm like that was one of the live streams that I well I worked with all their live streams um, mm -hmm. once I got on, but yeah, there's just there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's no explanation for it, and we can't find any type of documentation for anything like that anywhere. Um, people are really feeling for for the cat. Um, did they ever figure out anything? Um, with that cat that was there? Um, no, um, that it, the, the area that that's in, it's just, it's abandoned. And that poor little thing just got in there and passed away. Yeah. You know, um, but the odd thing was, and if memory serves, it didn't appear to have been there very long. No, it, it was, looks pretty fresh, yeah. It was, it was basically gutted without any evidence of anything being mm -hmm. taken out of it. And that's what's really bizarre. Yeah, because they made a comment that it seemed flat. It, yeah, yeah. But, but you'll notice there's no blood. Right. There's no nothing, you know. And uh, I think I think they buried it okay, after that. Good, but I can't, good. I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I, I did not go there with them when I went to England just because it's too difficult to get into. Okay. You know, but I did that one on live stream. And like I said, if anyone has any ideas after the show, go on there, study them, see what you come up with. Yeah, because you you were uh, doing a remote viewing for them um, during that, because and you hear it in the video where they're they're talking about Vanessa. Yeah. In there, so yeah, she was remote viewing for them at, at that point. Uh, did you pick up anything specific? Um, you know, with that black mass. Um, not with that particular black mass. It caught me as, as much by surprise as it did them. Mm -hmm. You know, me first because they didn't know it was there. You know, um, but there are plenty, plenty, plenty of other souls stuck there. Right. But um, one of the little girl that perished in that hospital, and she's still there. Um, okay. But oh crap! But. What you and I were talking about earlier with the like the web type feeling, mm -hmm. this is what was really strange. And, and another thing that made me think of it, um, when, uh, on another investigation there, it was uh, Richard, Dave, and Carl, and I want to say Abby was there too. And Abby was filming them, I think, and uh, it's on their, their website as well, uh, or on their YouTube channel, but... They walk. They all seem to walk through something like that at the same time, and they kept trying to. And oh, they're in the cobwebby. Okay. They kept to pull it off their face, but here's the oddest thing. As that was happening, it was like all of them got this weird feeling of euphoria, hmm. like you would get with like you would get with some type of a anesthesia to put you under. Okay. Didn't quite put you under. And it was it was really 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 strange. It was very bizarre. To watch. It was almost frightening. So it's almost like they're getting hit with like some ether or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Because they lost control of themselves. Okay. And I mean, it was it was like I said, and all of their stuff is done live. So right. there's no setup for it. There's no um, there's no way to fake any of that. There's no way to to, to set things up because every place they're at has no electricity. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's a little difficult to do that without electricity. Um, Fran is, uh, you know, wondering, you know, and maybe you might have gotten a little bit of it, but um, the cat spirit at all? Um, no, it was gone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was gone. There wasn't anything left, which is, I mean, you can look at that one of two ways. I mean, I, I you feel very bad for it because it's shell, basically. What we all have is was still right there. But at least it was no longer in an area where it was uncomfortable or in pain. Right. So because I mean that was the only thing that I got from it was that its passing was not an easy one. So 
Well, okay. I mean, if it got in there, it got lost, maybe. So. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, very, that's very, very, very hard to of. get into. Very, very, very hard to get out of. Yeah. So and I'm, right? I'm sure it didn't, did not have a food source there. So. No, there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Except for what y'all saw, you know. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's. That's sad. But the guy that it's named after was a real bad asshole too. He was a jerk. Nah. Yeah. He showed up in uh, one of the investigations at one of the cemeteries. Uh, I think it was a general cemetery there in Sheffield. Okay. Um, he has a big monument to him. He's a dick. <laughs> so, sorry, he was. Hey. Been dead a long time. He's okay with it Some now. Some people are assholes. It happens. He was an asshole. <laughs> he was a misogynist. Oof. So, okay, yeah. um, did they get any voices that uh, came through that night? Um, not that night. Other investigations that they did, uh, there they did. Um, some of the best EVPs uh they, they ever got was actually um, at Nine Lady Stone Circle where they got one that perfectly said, get your hands off the stone. Right, yeah, you've talked about that one before. You know, um, you got quite a few at, uh, Ward, I think it was uh, Ward's End Cemetery mm -hmm. when we were talking about um, a lobotomy because it, it felt like when I was reading for them, like somebody had given me a lobotomy, the pain of it. And they actually have an EVP that says it hurts. Oh, wow. Okay. And that was, that was awful, because you don't want to think of somebody going through that. Um, because there was no anesthesia or nothing like that then. They didn't do that. Right. They just yeah. went in and did it. So. Well, yeah, they do, they would do the front orbital, orbital lobotomy right through the eye. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, have you seen, anybody who's done any research on that, and I have, they would basically take an ice pick and go right there. Um, the inside part of the eye, um, just hammer it in there real quick, scramble it around a little bit, and and that was that, you know. And yeah. They would just or there was one that was, I think, behind the ear. Um, yeah, I've heard, of, yeah, there were some rare cases behind the ear, and I guess when they first started, um, but it would make a mess, so they stopped doing this, they would actually go through the, the side, through the temple area, which, um... They could actually going that way could see a little bit better of what they were doing, um, but of course it was a, a lot more expensive. There was some the bone that they had to get through and all that, but going through the side, um, so they stopped doing that uh, because it was just easier to go through the eye and scramble it around. Um, another good one, that, just because you brought up EVPs, and uh, this is probably one of my favorites, just because the person that was involved with it was just one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. um, they were, I think it was at Woods and Cemetery, and it was about a year and a half ago, and I kept hearing the name Arthur, and I kept telling them, I, 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 you, you got to find Arthur. Right. And uh, they were walking along, they were actually getting ready to go because it was so dark and it was cold and everything else, and um, they, uh, they were walking down this path, and I think at that time Richard was holding the camera, and he stumbled and kind of fell a little bit. And where he landed, he pulled the camera up, or, or Carl pulled the, uh, the flashlight up, hit the tombstone, and it said, Arthur. Oh. And so, yeah, so they decided to do an EVP session there. And uh, they asked him, because I told him he only had one leg. Part of his, one of his legs had been amputated. Okay. And um, they asked him, because uh, I mean, I could see him. He was kind of leaning up against the, mm -hmm. the tombstone. And... Uh, they asked him, they said, did you lose it in the war, or was it industrial? And uh, he answered perfectly, industrial. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Fred is asking about um, where to find the videos. It's NP Paranormal. Do you have some specifics? Okay. And it's all on, on YouTube here. Mm -hmm. yeah. All on YouTube. Uh, all right. Quite a few. Um, I think I, I think I live-streamed, um, or... Uh, Remote viewed for almost a hundred investigations okay. with them. So um, basically, anyone they watch, um, except for like the first four on YouTube, I'm I'm um, I'm remote viewing for them. Okay. On that. And uh, yeah, they get some good stuff, and they also have some where they didn't get shit. <laughs> that's the way of it. Right. 
I could go yeah. back and, and link the uh, the NP Paranormal channel. I'm sure they'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, if Fran's asking, was it uh, somewhere along the conversation? Was it an operating room? I guess where they were doing the lobotomies. Um, this was actually um, on a field. Okay. Yeah. It was on a field. Okay. It was not good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. There's been a lot of backdoor lobotomies and you know back room. Well, I guess not backdoor. Back room lobotomies. But there were. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they would. Um, I mean, you've heard the horror stories about you know the. You know, they call them Dr. Lobotomy, traveling the country, going to the different insane asylums and just, you know, uh, you know, practicing the lobotomies on uh, different people. Uh, well, and not just lobotomies. Um, if anyone um, has ever, or if they haven't been, they need to go to the Crescent Inn Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. That hotel, yep. very, 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 very haunted. Just take my word for it, but go anyway. Um there was, that used to be a hospital, yep. an cancer hospital, and the guy that was running it was a quack, and there was no cancer treatment there. It was like bleach that he was taking, uh, and don't quote me on this, research it, but I think taking big syringes full of bleach and injecting them into the tumors. Wow. And now the bridal suites are um, what used to be the room where they, because everybody was dying. I don't, I don't yeah. think very many came out of there alive. Um, the way that they had it set up in that hotel when it was a hospital, none of the rooms had doors because the doctor would go in and out as he pleased. But as you started to die and the pain became so intense, you were moved, I think, to the third floor where it was the only wing that had these big, huge, thick steel doors. And that they would put you back there to die. Yeah. That is not bridal suite. No, no, not at all. I missed that yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah, that is now the bridal suite. I had been there. Yeah. Um, one of the best pieces of photographic evidence I've ever gotten. I got outside that bridal suite. And oh. it was about midnight. I was taking a picture out the window. There's a wall behind me. I'm by myself. And yet there's a person leaning against the wall with their legs crossed, staring at me. Oh, wow. I'll, 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 I'll post it. On yeah, that'd be great if you could post it. Craziness, because nobody else was with me. My son and my niece were in, in our room with my mom. Wow. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, Stephen. Uh, we're actually at the end of the show. It's over an hour, so <laughs> we got to wrap it up. That's, that's what happens. We keep going. And uh, so we really want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. Thanks for uh, those that shared some stories. Really appreciate that. Um, so, and Shauna, thank you again for being our instigator of chat. Um, want to thank, we'll give some shout-outs here. I mean, Fran is right there. Um, Carrie, of course, as always. Um, Angela, who she actually had to step away, but we really appreciate her input tonight. Um, who else do we have in there? I know we had, uh, well, Tracy Watson was back. Thank you, Tracy for uh, joining us again tonight. Diane uh, Hilbert, again, thank you for joining us. Um, as always, Lynn, really appreciate it. Um, Kim, thank you for joining us tonight. Richard, we have uh, a number of different people in here tonight. Um, I know we had, yeah, Andrew was was uh, here again this evening. Linda, uh, Linda Miller. I, I think I got my Miller straight this time. <laughs> uh, I know Paul Johnson was in there earlier, so yeah, I would really uh, thank all of those uh, who came out, chatted, shared their stories, shared their, their experiences uh, within the chat. And uh, so we have, uh, of course, more coming up next week. We are on Edge of, Edge of the Rabbit Hole is what we're doing here every Tuesday night, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 8.30, of course, Central. Uh, a lot more coming up on Hunter Road Media. Um, we have a new Friday Night Ghost Rites uh, coming up at the, uh, the end of this week. And uh, what else do we have coming up? Um... Right. We have the uh, the Bel Air House investigation will be coming out here within the next couple of weeks. That's a this is a bigger video we're putting together, and then um, Shauna and I are going to be uh, doing a few things this coming weekend that we'll share later on as well. So hopefully she has some uh, good stuff to share from the uh, the school, the uh, the old school tomorrow. That'd be great. Um, 
What else? Oh, Enigma Underground Radio uh, live show Thursday night, uh, enigmaunderground.com. We are on tunein.com now, so you can get that app and then just search for Enigma Underground Radio and tune in anytime. So, um, what is Oh, <laughs> Lynn is saying happy Valentine's Day, Sean. I hope Mike treated you to something fun and Sean follow up saying that. We, we live about nine hours away from each other. So it does make it a little difficult to, you know, in the middle of a week to do something on Valentine's. But yes, I did send Dove Dark Chocolate. <laughs> and uh, I am bringing her out to Ohio this weekend. So, um, Anything else you want to add, Vanessa? Uh, no. Um, well, I'm going to be on Maureen's show on Thursday night. Okay. Our friend Maureen Balovich, um, Paranormal Zone uh, TV. Go mm -hmm. check her out. Um, I don't know what time yet. She hadn't told me. I'm just going to show up. And... Uh, Keep thinking happy thoughts about the trip to Virginia because it's not looking so good. So, please, thank you. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Carrie, um, yeah, you want to share that story? I guess maybe next time. Um, we'll be happy to uh, to talk about because we got to wrap up now. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Noreen, yeah, Noreen show on Thursday. So Lynn is Lynn is familiar with Noreen. Yes, <laughs> she's our friend. Um, okay, so. Again, thank you for uh, joining us this evening. Uh, if you have not yet, please go ahead and subscribe. That always helps us out. You know, like the video, um, your comments. You know, really appreciate that. There's a little bell there. You can get the notifications of when we go live and when we post a new video. So, um, so you get a notification Friday when um, the new uh, Friday Night Ghost Rights come out, and then you know when we're going live here, Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Uh, you'll be able to get that notification as well. So, um, yeah, that'll, that'll keep you up to date on uh, anything and everything that we are doing. So, um, again, thank you guys for coming out. Till next time. Bye.